It's your dream. It's your home. It's your custom home. The Custom Made Easy Podcast. And here's your host, Patrick Quinn. It is podcast number six. It's the Custom Made Easy Podcast, powered by Home Stores Custom Homes. We build custom homes for less. I'm Patrick Quinn, joined by Joe Courtney, the CEO. And we need to highlight a couple things here. Okay. Your website and your Instagram page. Now, the, the website is, uh, what, Homesource? Homesourcecustomhomes.com. There you go. The Instagram page, which is really, really nice, and this is this is what you should be doing. You should be going on your phone right now. Go to the Homesource uh, Custom Homes Instagram page. Just type in homesource.stl or type in Homesource, and you'll see it pop up. There are tons of different pictures. There's videos that go into description about some of the things that we've talked about on past podcasts. So especially if you're thinking about buying a home, um, doing custom home building with the springtime now, um, that's something you want to consider. It's all right here. Some of the questions that I ask Joe in these podcasts, some of the answers can be found on your Instagram page. Yeah, it's, it's, been, uh, it's been fun working on all these things. But yeah, the Instagram is really, really neat to look at. And I bet you never figured that Instagram would be part of your MO, part of your job. Oh, I know. It just keeps changing. So we just got to change with it. <laughs> well, that's where people are going. They want proof of performance. And if you want proof of performance, well, you're going to get that um, both at the website and on Instagram. Okay. So those are important things to get out of the way. But as we go into podcast number six, the topic today is difference between custom homes, customizing homes, and track home options. Okay. So when we're talking about custom homes, you, you can truly do anything for me, right? We can. So we've never done the same house twice. You're kidding me. No, it's it's more or less like a painting, you know. So it's a one of. Kind of got, it's kind of mind-blowing. How do you <clears throat> not do the same house twice? Because I walk around neighborhoods and I see the same homes. When you're in a track neighborhood... You probably have five homes to choose from. They say they're custom because you can you can add like a bay window or you could add uh, a deck or you could add maybe a bump out in the back to make your living room a little bigger, and they call that customizing. Oh, that's how they, they do that. Huh? Yeah. So you're customizing their five plans. Yeah, if you could see the quotation marks yeah, in my right, hands. Yeah. Yes. And then, and then again, you're on their lot, which is five foot away from... The next the lot. next guy. So, and that's that's pretty much why people build with us to get exactly what they want, and then they can pick a lot wherever they want, and then we'll come and build on their site. Truly custom. You come in and you you tell me where you want the walls, and we put them there. So, Home Source Custom Homes is is in Arnold, Missouri. You can work within a hundred miles of of Arnold, right? Hundred mile radius. Yeah. So we're in Illinois. Also. So maybe even a little bit further, depending on if you've got contractor work up there yeah so depending on where carpenters live too uh we we have been beyond a hundred mile radius so so what's got, the farthest you've gone out probably about 150 so we had a contractor that lived in between and he was willing to drive that far like for us we don't care i've always liked driving but yeah as long as we can get people to do the work then we'll we'll do it what i really like what you're talking about too and you this can be a small thing but if you're going to be customizing a home you don't want to live five feet from the next door neighbor in most cases. Really, you don't. I mean, just imagine getting ready in the morning, looking out the window, and your neighbor's watching you. They're taking the dog out back yeah, or right. whatever. They're uh, working out in the I back. Mean, I guess some people like that. There's people by you. 
you know, a lot of people hang out at night. There's some benefits to it, but most people want to be on their own. And I think the big thing too, you know, you got neighborhood rules. People don't like rules. Most people, they're looking for acreage, you know, they want to be by themselves. You know, it's their last home. That's mostly what our customers are. What's the biggest difference then in the customized home from a track home? What's the biggest difference? There's a little bit more care, I believe, in constructing the home versus a track home where it's all it's all about speed and get this thing done and, you know, get it sold and get it out of here. You know, we actually care about the products. We care about how they're put in. Our carpenters actually read directions, which is... Amazing. Know, yeah. But, uh, I like that. Yeah, I mean, they, they want to make sure it's done right. You know, they treat it as if it's their home. Uh, you know, when you're in these neighborhoods and you're going so fast, I mean, you sit there and think about what did they forget? You know, did they forget to nail this wall to the ceiling? Did they forget, you know, just you just never know. It gets done so fast you can't even... Well, and I've heard horror stories, horror stories from friends that, you know, with, the, with COVID and everybody trying to redo their homes... Um, I know you guys do uh, redo homes and add on add on additions to homes and things like that. But some of the biggest nightmares is like getting a kitchen done or getting a bathroom done, and then that takes forever. Right. What's what is the difference between doing that in an existing home or putting it into a custom home? When you're doing a remodel, I think the biggest difference is you're without a kitchen. You know, so, so you're a lot of takeout for six, yeah. six to eight weeks. So people, and I, I understand they want to do their kitchen because that's, you know, usually the first thing people see when they come in. The kitchens and the master bathroom sell the home. So I understand why they want to do it. Usually they don't understand that they don't have a kitchen for three, four weeks. And cabinets, when you order cabinets, shoot, a lot of them take six weeks to get in. So you're doing a lot of planning beforehand. And then, you know, people don't realize how much they're in their kitchen. I mean, oh, it's I bet. every day, three times a day. So three, four weeks, that's, that's a long time. I mean, that's fast food, going out to dinner. It's breakfast. Uh, you got your refrigerator in the living room. I uh, don't want that in my yeah, living room. <laughs> you got a microwave on your, uh, right next to your TV, you know, just, just while we're doing the work. And, you know, usually it's pretty involved, you know. Uh, what about the dust? How do you oh, keep the dust out of my well, house? Well, we, we do use plastic to, to cut down on the dust, but, man, dust, it gets in the furnace and blows everywhere. I mean, you do your best to control situations like that, but you know how dust is. It seems to... It's like water, man. It finds uh, every little... Yeah, it does, yeah. Nook and cranny. But, yeah, other than that, we, we do try to control the dust, block off the whole area in a house that you're living in it's it's hard to do you know you guys got to get usually through your kitchen to get to the rest of your house so and then the bathrooms too man if you only got one bathroom that's a problem too you know what i mean yeah. but usually you got more than one usually but, but yeah. my house we've got one bathroom with a shower and then a half bath down in the basement okay so we would have to go over to my in-laws house every day to Uh-oh. take a shower yeah so that's another thing. So you got to like your in-law, too, I guess. Yes, or you do. your in-law's got to like you. And they do. Yeah. We, we get along so very well. That's good. Which is, yeah. we're, we're very lucky. But that's not the case for everybody else. Yeah. You can become a pain in the butt, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, you can go out with the garden hose, too. You know? <laughs> <laughs> There's the pros and cons there. Let's talk about the price. Is the price the same? A remodel, too? A remodel is quite a bit more. So there's... Usually the biggest thing is the demo that has to happen that you don't have on ah, new construction. Ah, it's the demo, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, and then there's... See, on those HGTV shows, they make the demo look so much fun that anyone can do it. Yeah. And, you know, but you don't want to be just anyone knocking yeah, you, down. you don't. Because you don't know if it's a bearing wall. Exactly. Yeah, because then the roof's on your head. You know? <laughs> uh, and then you're dead. <laughs> there, there's certain uh, HGTV shows that are pretty accurate and some that aren't. You know? Which ones would you say? Uh, the Property Brothers is pretty good. I'm trying to think of the one uh, they're in Texas. Uh, oh, the the uh, Chip and Joanne. Chip and Joanne, yeah, that one's pretty good. So they they kind of show you issues that happen, and then there's it's always extra. Oh yeah, which this happens in real life, you know. And some of them, I mean, these people have never done one before. This is their first flip, let's say. Mm-hmm. So they're giving you all these prices, and you can see the stuff they picked. You know it costs more than what that's saying. Oh, yeah. And not only that, they don't have one tool. This is the first time they flipped, so you never see the price of all the tools they had to buy to achieve. See, that's another thing I don't think about. I don't know this stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, once you start, you're like, well, this handsaw doesn't work very well. I need to go buy a circular saw, you know, so... But there's, there's a lot of stuff I see on them. I, I do enjoy watching them. But like I say, the Property Brothers is pretty good. But there's another one where there's the love it or list it, too. Oh, yeah. What do you think of that one? Well, that's pretty telling, too, because they'll have a pretty high price on the remodel because the remodel costs more versus a brand new home, existing home, which is usually cheaper. I almost think, and I don't know on the uh, percentages of this, but I would think moving to the new home is going to be cheaper almost every time. Well, and then there's no hidden surprises either. Right, and you're you're moving in. Now, if I'm building a custom home, I'm expecting some surprises here and there. Oh, there is, because it's a one-off. And we tell all of our customers, hey, this all, always works great on paper. You know, in real life, we're going to get there. There could be a few issues, so, you know, and we're professionals. We, we do this every day. We know how to handle them. There's nothing we've encountered that we we couldn't handle, you know. But one of, you know, a lot of times there's small little issues, you know. Like this wall needs to move three more inches, you know, just yeah. minor stuff. This window needs to move over based on your kitchen layout. The blueprint says to put the window here. Well, you got a kitchen layout that says move it over here, you know. There's a little, little minor stuff that could happen. And then if I have pictures that I... I have taken because there's a lot of different Facebook groups. Oh yeah, um, I know I was, I've shown yeah. you pictures yeah. before. If I want you to do something, you can you can literally do it just like that. We something can. similar to it, exactly. The like price that. has got to be right, right? Right. It's always about price, exactly. But you know, yeah. if that's the look you're wanting, we can get it. Yeah, if you want like a really wide door, like an extra, like what's the average size of a, of a big door, like a double door. Uh, a double door is like six foot if, if both doors are open. Yeah. The average door is uh, three foot, the biggest size. But typically your bedrooms are like two foot six and your bathrooms are two foot four. Mm, okay. Uh, well, we get a lot of people requesting three foot doors everywhere, which is fine with us. What's the deal with that one? Uh, they're thinking wheelchairs. Oh, you know, I gotcha. In the future and, you know, if we get older. But, I mean, your wheelchair will fit through a two foot four door. You might rake your knuckles. A yeah, bit, you might. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, it will fit in there. And then really, like for handicap, you just need to make sure there's enough area in the bathroom once you get in there to turn around. Have you done so, those types of homes? Oh, yeah. What's the biggest difference? Hallways. and oh, in, the uh, hallways? And then, like in your kitchen, you want a 5x5 five five area, your bathroom, just tight area, hallways. You, you want a 5x5 five five area you can spin around in a wheelchair. 
So as long as you have an area in your bathroom that's five by five that you can spin around and it's handicap accessible. Then you're golden. And then, you know, bigger doors help. Yeah, see, as you get older, these are some of the things you have to think about. Right. Getting in and out. And then stuff too, like your shower, let's say. You may not want a lift going in. So in case you had a wheelchair, you could wheel right into the shower. So we got a couple little tricks we do at the subfloor to achieve that. What is the most challenging thing that a customer's ever said to you, brought to you, that they want in their home? There's several different terms for it. A multi-plane vault. What's, or, what's that? Multi-plane vault. So you got vault. two vaults going two different directions, connecting together. Which is on the ceiling? On the ceiling. So if you look at it as like a, a roof, it's like an upside down hip roof, I guess. So there's just a lot of micro lamps for support, a bunch of hangers, and obviously the compound miter cuts on all your oh, yeah. roof ceilings, stuff like that. So there's some extra cost involved with that, of course. Oh, yeah. And it's, uh, it's really cool, though. I mean, the roof you know is I mean? the most but, expensive part of the house. Yeah, and every time I see it, I'm like, ugh, okay. <laughs> but uh, it's definitely a good look. It's not fun to do, but obviously we can do it. And then I guess another thing, you know, you kind of touched on the pictures. People will show me a picture, and I'm I'm thinking, well, some people like certain things on the picture, and some people want the picture exactly. So it's hard to tell, did they just want this type of a wall covering or... Do they want everything in the whole picture? Because, you know, you're looking at lighting, you're looking at, yeah. you know, the trim, you're looking at everything. And some people, well, some people want beams across the ceiling. Yeah. So whenever which is really popular yeah, now. Yeah. So whenever you do a picture, we need to clarify exactly what you like in the so picture. So if I send you a picture and I show you it, and I, it's got the the ceilings like a blue color, and then it has white beams. Right. I have to tell you, that's what I want. I want that ceiling and the beams. Right. That's what I specifically want. Yeah, and we'd mark mark the picture at that point that that's what we're trying to achieve with this picture because then the walls could be different. You know what I mean? You can't do that in a track home. You just can't no, do that. No, you can't. Usually the... Well, you could probably match colors and stuff like that. You could that. match, but <laughs> if you wanted a certain look on your ceiling, yeah. they'll tell you no. Yeah, and that's stuff you're doing later. I mean, they'll even tell you no about like where a window is. Right, they will. Yeah. Or a certain kind of window. Right. It's they'll just not, give you the what the builder is that what they call it the builder windows? Is that what you were saying? Well, yeah. So builder windows are obviously a cheaper window, you know, and you can usually tell by operating them. They're loud. They're yeah. noisy. They're you know they just don't work. They feel kind of cheap. Yeah, you know I would pass I mean? on that. But you don't have an option with them. So with us, you can do any window you want. Wood. Final. Uh, we've done uh, aluminum too. The aluminums have come a long way. When you're doing that modern look, the aluminum is pretty much, uh, you know, it looks kind of commercial. Oh yeah, and then so. you can also get the kind of window that get that's you're able to clean in the, after the spring right. is yep. over. Yeah, you get the double hung that tilt in. Yep, so you can clean. That's the kind we have in our house. Yeah, those are so nice. They are, and the upgrade on them is probably like I don't know, seventy bucks a window, and it's worth it. If I think you, it's worth it, especially if it's a second floor, you got a basement walkout. I mean, you're on a ladder cleaning these things. That brings me to this next question. When you're helping someone build their custom home, their dream home, you're the coach, basically. Pretty much, yeah. So how are you coaching them on these things? Well, we go through all these things. Uh, everything ultimately uh, ends up, there's a budget we got to keep. You know what I mean? When, when we price the house, you're going to know 
what your house costs and then anything that's extra over and above uh, standard, you know what it is and you know what the price is. What if your budget's at 400000 How are you going to keep it right around there? First, I would tell you that you're going you're gonna to start with eighteen to 2,000 square feet, 1,800 to 2,000 square feet. That's the big one right there. If we can get everything you want in 1,800 square foot, that's the way you should go. Now, does that include just the home or does that include the property as well? It's just the home. So the property usually, I don't know, I'm going to say 90% of everybody has their lot already when they come in here. You don't have to have a lot to come in here. Like some people will get their house price and then figure out how much money they have left to go buy a lot. And then they go looking for lots. What's the average cost of a lot in, say, St. Charles County? That's a loaded question. Well, if I wanted to build out, um, let's say, a half acre. Yeah. What do you think it, so, I mean, in the trendy places? Here's here's one thing. So if you have a lot that has sewer and water on it, yeah, it's going to cost more than one that does not. So if you got to do septic and, and well... Uh, you have to have a certain amount of square f- uh, acreage. Uh, in Jefferson County here, you got to have two acres in order to get a well and septic on it. Oh, I wonder how much that will change in the next 10 to 15 years, maybe well, with population change. Because yeah. I'm sure it's different in St. Louis County, too. It is, but you, usually in St. Louis County, you always have water and sewer. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, population's big enough. There. Yeah, and then your lots are obviously a lot smaller. Yeah. too and then uh shoot i mean people are tearing houses down to get a good lot in these areas <laughs> you're not you know kidding what I mean? so uh the good lots in them areas are very hard to find if you get a chance to ever drive around west st louis county there's a road right off of sulfur springs okay. called connie lane yeah connie road uh they are by the month i'm not kidding you they're tearing down these homes that were that were built in the 60s and 70s and they're building craftsman style homes yeah craftsman is still really big right now oh yeah it's huge it's a good looking house it, it looks so, really nice i get it yeah i think in the long run as you said in the past podcast those are going to be the the ones that are going to be you know left standing right pun intended yeah it's going to cost you a little more for the basement but so <laughs> if i live in say st louis county okay What's the average lot going to cost me just to buy the lot in, say, Baldwin or Chesterfield? You're going to be probably 80000 I would think. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. You know, if, if you got a house that you got to tear down, that's usually another twenty. Just to tear down the house? Yeah, well, it depends on how old it is, how big it is. If there's asbestos, you got to well, remove Why that. does it matter on the age of the home? Well, the older the home, the... The bigger chances of uh, asbestos and lead paint and stuff like that, which you got to remove before you tear down. Oh, it's, so the dust doesn't spread yeah, out. Yeah, it's hazardous material, and where that goes is very important in how you bag it up and seal it up, just so it doesn't affect getting the air and getting your lungs and all that I can that see stuff. how that would be a, an, an issue. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little raspy feeling <laughs> in my lungs here. Yeah, all know? of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're, we, we have companies that come in and, and test for all this stuff. And a lot of times, you know, they used to have that asbestos siding. Yes, they did. So you still see it on houses. Uh, so that kind of stuff, you can just see it. You know what I mean? But usually it's like in the tile. Usually there's been a couple layers of flooring added on top of it. So when these people come in and inspect it, 
they got to tear up the floor and get all the way down to the original subfloor and find out. And sometimes some of the tile is the glue they use too that I could have asbestos in it. Yeah, and then a lot of times they would, depending on the age of the house, they'd wrap it around your ductwork too to insulate it. So, like I say, all that stuff's got to be removed before we can tear it down, which is an added cost to tearing the house down. But every once in a while, you don't have any. For some reason, if you buy a home built in the 80s, it just has like this period look to it. Yeah. There's a, I don't know what the deal is with homes that were built 30, 35, maybe 40 years ago. There's just a, a period look to those homes that right. newer buyers are just like, no, let's well, get rid of the whole thing. It's because right now everybody wants open floor plans. And back then, everything had, was its own room. And people don't have dining rooms as much, right? It's... Are you building homes well, that have dining rooms? We do. Like some people entertain a lot and they have a lot of family over and they want a big table. But um, it's not like the old school, like my grandma's table. Yeah, I'd say 50-50 on it. Yeah. You know, like before it was like, you got to have a dining room. It's kind of like the, the Whirlpool tub. Oh, you got to have a Whirlpool tub or you're not going to sell your house. Yeah, not anymore. That's not true. <laughs> I mean, most people don't take baths, but the people that do, they want one. So it, and we, we just tell them if you want, a tub, we'll, we'll put it in. It's not a big deal. If you don't have a tub and you're just going to be cleaning the thing, as long as you have a tub in the bathroom or in the house somewhere, that's all that matters. To be honest with you, I don't have time to take a bath. <laughs> I don't either. <clears throat> I just jump in the shower, get done, and get out of there. Yeah, you know? I mean, we so, uh, we have little children, and yeah. the six-year-old likes to take a bath yeah. sometimes, and most of the time she doesn't. Yeah, I know the, the people that do take the bass it's a huge de-stressor like they've had a bad day they sit in the you know and they read a book and yeah they just wind down but you're not seeing as many people build no but they they're they'll tell you i mean that's the question we ask because uh, in the uh, the previous podcast we talked about with the white box and everything that you offer with that and right. how everything is there's an added bonus to the white box i'll, I'll kind of go over it just a little bit in my notes here okay um just like the things that you guys already add on to the, I don't want to say add on because it's already there. It's There's, already something that you guys offer. Yeah. It's, it's not an added bonus. It's standard. Yeah. So like we talked about blueprints and permits and excavation and backfill, but there's also like the soil engineering inspection that you guys already have included in that. Right. That, that's something. That other people don't give you. They don't. Right. I think so, that's very important. It's hugely important. So. When we dig and we get down to where your footings are, we inspect that soil to make sure that it's suitable for the house. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's plastic soil. We have to over-excavate two feet and fill it up with gravel. But that inspection's there, so you know when your foundation's put in, you know that it's on solid ground. And this isn't something like my excavator says, oh, I don't like it. This is an engineer. This is a guy knows what he's doing. He's actually boring down into the soil and seeing what we have. Mm-hmm. So this is something that costs 300 bucks. It's really well worth. Yeah. <laughs> have, you know, it's not worth building a $400,000 house to find out when you're done. You, you don't want surprises. That's right. And those those are not good. And we've, it's, it's a hit and miss too. So we've dug out of bad soil and got into good soil. We have good soil and then dug into bad soil. You know, so uh, every if if we built a house for the neighbor, say we built this house and it was, let's say it had plastic soil, the one right next door may not. Now there's a good chance 
and same with rock. If you hit rock, you might hit it. The neighbor may not. So it, it's a um, by case basis. We do it on every house. Total case by case basis. And you've done this for 35 years, and you've seen enough. You've, seen, yeah. you've been around every county around the St. Louis area. You've been into Illinois. If you're going to build a custom home, let's do it with Home Source Custom Homes, right? That's right, yeah. I, I, I remember this one house. The soil looked perfect. I'm sitting there thinking, man, this is great. I can't wait for the soil engineer to get here. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, wait. He found some fill in there, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And he does his little auger and puts it in his hand there's there's glass from a bottle i'm like oh okay i guess that is phil yeah so but it looked to the eye good so that's why you have that on there already yeah right the track builder yeah doesn't do that they don't have that that's that's why it's a part of your white box that's right so if you miss that part go back to podcast number five and give that a give that a listen okay yeah well this is podcast number six we're also getting into that home buying season Everybody gets their tax returns. Everybody's starting to figure out what they're going to do, build a new home, that kind of thing. And we'll get into some of those logistics uh, in podcast number seven. Okay. All right. Until next time, everybody. Home Source Custom Homes has delivered excellence in custom home building for nearly four decades. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is a presentation of AO Creative and JM Talent Productions.